The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. On Shavuot, I was in deal. So some guy I hadn't seen, maybe ever, comes up to me after he says, Are you Rabbi Joel here? I said, Yeah. So I'm thinking he's going to say, Okay, I hear your classes. I listen to your classes. One of those kinds of things. No, he says, He says, I remember you. I said, From what? He says, Like 19 years ago. I said, 19 years ago? I wasn't giving any classes or speeches or anything like that 19 years ago. He says, My father passed away 19 years ago. I was 11 years old, and I remember your Shiva call. He says, you ma-? I said, he says, yeah, I says, I remember two or three visits from that whole week, and yours is one of them. He said, why? Wasn't a rabbi, wasn't he? he? says, I don't know what you said. I don't remember what you said. I just remember the visit. And I said to myself, wow, I, that you could go and visit a person that it would give me, he said, you said something that gave me some strength, and something that gave me some courage. I don't remember exactly what it was. That you could go and visit a person one time and give them a memory for 18 years with no pictures and him not really knowing who you are. Apparently he knows my brothers or something. Not have any real memory. Just, just so you can make, you can make that kind of impact. They used to have Yeshivot in Europe. Way more Yeshivot in Europe than, than they had that we had in our Middle Eastern countries. And they really were sort of what gave birth to Yeshivot that we have today in America. So they had Yeshivot in Europe. And the system was, they had little places, little shuls that they would study in, or little rooms. And the boys would sleep, not at home, because they were too far away from home, and not in a dormitory, because they couldn't afford a dormitory, and not in people's houses, because people didn't really have room, so they would literally sleep in the shul. And they would hopefully get invited for a dinner, and that's how they would eat, and some nights they'd get invited, other nights they wouldn't get invited, and then they wouldn't eat. There was one boy who was 13 years old, he was the youngest of the whole group, living away from home, and the rule was that if you're older, you get a bench, if you're not older, you sleep on the floor. So this boy is sleeping on the floor every night. It's okay in the summer, not that big a deal. You sleep on the floor, it's warm. But you sleep on the floor in the freezing, cold, frigid winter, it's rough. And there were nights that he ate and nights that he didn't eat. And he's studying great and he's unbelievably diligent. He's sleeping on the floor. One day he gets a telegram from his uncle, his mother's brother. And the telegram says, oh, It's your uncle. Your aunt and I have no children. We have a nice business. We want you to come back. We think you're very smart. We want you to come back and take over the business. And one day the whole business will be yours. So he sat and he thought, should I do it? Should I go? Should I not? He's lying down on the floor. He says, this is just too cold. It's just too hard. I can't do this anymore. And on the floor, he made a decision. Tomorrow morning, I'm sending a telegram back to my uncle, send the chariot, I'm ready to go. An hour later, the door of the school opens up, and in walks this woman. Woman walks in, she says, Hi, how are you? Well, what are you doing here? Are you the only person here? The boy says, yes, I am the only person sleeping, on the, sleeping here on the floor tonight. She says, you see, my husband passed away a week ago. I just got up from my Shabbat today. And my husband used to have this small little business where he sold blankets, he sold covers. And so now he passed away, the business isn't going to be open anymore. We have a few blankets, I have a bunch of blankets left. And so instead of selling them to make a few dollars that I didn't really need, I said, you know what, let me try to elevate a soul. Let me give someone who's sleepy, who's cold, that could use this blanket. So I'm coming here to bring these blankets for you. You can now use them sleep for the night. And the boy slept in that blanket for the night and stayed in the yeshiva for the rest of his life.
1976, one of the great Gedolim in Israel, his name was Rav Shach. Anyone here familiar with Rav Shach? One of the greatest Gedolim in Israel. He calls in his grandson. He says, we have to go. His grandson says, where are we going? He says, we're going to Haifa. He says, why are we going to Haifa, Grandpa? You're old, you're older, and it's freezing cold, and it's raining outside. Why are we going? He says, there's this woman who passed away. We're going to her funeral. They get to the funeral. Rav Shach gets out. So they're trying to figure out who's this woman. Married to someone famous, some great rabbi. There's almost no one there at the funeral. The rabbi came with a few students. They ended up making the minyan. So here's this woman getting buried. She has no spouse, no children. She's being buried. And, and it's, it's, poor, it's cold and it's rainy. And the rabbi is standing there the whole time. And the student's like, Rabbi, what are you doing here? He says, no questions. And then they're walking back to the car. And he tells the students, are like, Rabbi, okay, now get into the car. It's freezing. It's raining. The rabbi says, no. And he stands there in the rain. Stands there in the rain, and it's raining, and it's pouring to the point that the umbrella is not even helping anymore. Their pants, they're, they're freezing cold, and it's raining, 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 raining. Finally, the rabbi says, okay, now I'll get into the car. They get back home, and the students are like, rabbi, we need an explanation. You never go out. What is this? Some random woman in the middle of life, a passed she has no family, and she has the gadol, her daughter comes to her funeral, explain. He says, I'll explain. That's the woman with the blankets. She's the woman who brought in that, bl- that blanket for me. And because of that, I am here today. That's the reason why I teach. It's the reason why I'm a rabbi. It's the reason why you're my students. I owe her everything. So rabbi, why, once the funeral is over, get into the car. He says, no. I wanted to stop and remember what it felt like to sleep on that floor. So I had to wait till I was freezing cold and dripping with freezing water until I felt, now I know what she did for me and then I could really say thank you and then I could get into the car. One woman who gave one boy the opportunity to seize one day. And one day can make a difference for a whole life. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.